Celebrating my 500th episode as host of Lockdown Twins and looking at the Twins outfield situation on today's episode of Lockdown Twins. You are Locked On Twins, your daily Minnesota Twins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Friday, December 17th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thank you for making Locked On Twins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms. As I said, I've tweeted a lot. I know I've made a big deal out of it, but I'm super happy about it. Uh, Today is my 500th episode as host of this podcast and of this show. And we just got on YouTube recently. So if you're watching on YouTube, thank you. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, thank you. If you're listening on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, thank you so much for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. I know some people have been listening since uh, December 5th, 2019. That was the first episode I ever had. Some people have been listening since last week. Some people, this is your first episode you've seen. Some people, this is your 30th, 50th, 70th, 100th. No matter what, thank you so much. I always say it, but I want to say it again. I would never, ever, ever be sitting here doing number 500 if it weren't for you and seeing these numbers every day. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see what I'm talking about. This is the entire graph of when I started as host of Lockdown Twins. You can see in December of 2019 is where that first little blue line, the first listeners of Lockdown Twins. We've had some big time spikes, but as you can see, the show has just grown in an unbelievable way. Like it's it's been consistent growth. And you can see now since uh, 2021, I would say, it's just consistently growing. The audience and the downloads growing. You can see on the page, if you're listening, 251,000 downloads of Lockdown Twins. Uh, you can see the graph here per week. It's funny. I love looking at the numbers. And you can see when I'm looking at the weeks here. And again, I'm sorry if you're listening. You can't see this on YouTube. But you can see these little bounces in the weeks. And you can pick out what times this was. There's bounces. Uh, opening day, 2021. The opening week was like one of the biggest weeks we've ever had on the show. Uh, opening week of 2021. And I was in Milwaukee for opening day. And then that amazing Burrios-Burns matchup in the second game of the season on that Saturday. You see a bounce during the trade deadline. You saw a bounce during the free agent frenzy. It is expected, the the line. Um, But what I'm most happy about and what I'm most encouraged about are not those bumps during trade season, not the bumps during, you know, Buxton's extension. I love that. I love that you're all listening during those times. I'm so proud of the consistency in the middle of these lines that I'm seeing of 3,000, 4,000 downloads per week from May until September of 2021 when when the Twins were just awful, when they were really hard to watch. We're getting 3,000, 4,000 downloads a week. And I I know for some, like that's not a ton. And for other podcasts, that's chump change. I think that's awesome considering how this started and when I took over and – you know, the growth of the show has been so fun to watch and the consistency. And again, this is not about me. This is about you. This is about you listening every single day. Um, makes me so happy that you listen. And when I see these graphs, it makes, you, makes me so happy. Top performing episodes, the number one episode in Lockdown Twins history, at least since I've been hosting 500 episodes. Unless this one breaks it, I doubt it will. Over 1,000 downloads on the episode. The title, take a guess. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. If you're listening, take a guess in your head. 
It is Twins trade Jose Barrios to Toronto for Austin Martin, Simeon Woods Richardson on deadline day. So the number one performing podcast, number one performing episode out of these 500 was the Jose Barrios trade. Number two, Twins trade Nelson Cruz to Tampa for Joe Ryan and Drew Shotman. Number three is talking Twins hot start with Brandon Warren. The crowd, the people love Brandon Warren. Uh, Twins were five and two at that time. And Brandon and I were contemplating if they were the best team in the American League at that point. So a lot of things changed. That was April 9th, 2021. But what you'll notice and what I'll tell you is that all of the top performing episodes since I took over, every single one on this page are from 2021. So that shows the growth of the show. That shows the the just amazing support that I've gotten on this show, especially in 2021, throughout a really tough year for the Twins. And that's that's what's most exciting for me. Um, I love this one the most. Geolocation performance. We've had 235,000 plus downloads in the United States. It is the others that are amazing to me. Over 3,000 in Canada, over 1,000 in Germany, over 1,000 in Australia, 990 in France, 725 in Japan, 671 in the United Kingdom. We got people in Singapore, 361 in Singapore, 336 in the UK, 327 in Brazil. Uh, amazing. I guess there's two UKs on there. So maybe 1,000, about 1,000 in the UK, Brazil, Singapore, Japan, France, Australia, Germany. Can't believe it. Like that's that's just amazing to me. That that makes me smile. Like that makes me so happy. People are listening to this Twins podcast from Singapore. That is amazing. Love that so much. Um, again, thank you so much. I just wanted to have a segment today thanking you, celebrating 500. It, I've worked really hard throughout these last two plus years. Um, I love doing it though. And that's the main thing. That's why I work hard because I do love doing it every single day. And I look forward to interacting with you. So please follow me on Twitter at NashWalker9. Please follow the show at Lockdown Twins. Please always feel free to reach out to me with questions, comments, anything you ever have. I'm always here, always open to talk twins because I do it every day and I love doing it. I promise you. Now, there are some breaks. Like sometimes I'm like, okay, it's a Friday or Saturday night. Let's not talk about the twins tonight. Sometimes I get with my buddies, they want to talk about the twins. I'm like, hey, I do a lot of that. Let's just take a break. We'll talk about the Vikings. Let's talk about something else. But I always, always, always love talking twins um, with anyone. Sometimes with my friends, so it, it can get a little much. Let's talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Built Bar is delicious. And Built Bars are healthy. There's so many flavors. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel. People are so passionate about their favorite flavor. Tell Santa to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings. Dip your Built Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa. And if you like some of those marshmallowy treats around the holidays, go to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Why should you? Built Bars really are delicious. And especially at this time of the year, if you want to substitute a dessert for a really, really healthy, healthy protein bar, Built Bar is the place to go. It is delicious. It is healthy. There are so many flavors, cookies and cream, double chocolate, peanut butter, brownie, raspberry, mint brownies, my favorite. They're all delicious though. And I always say my dad steals my Built Bars. I have to take them from him. Go to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. Get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Thank you again for making Locked on Twins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms. So getting to some twin stuff on the screen, I have the Twins uh, outfield depth chart. 
Brent Rooker, I realized, was an omission on here. So um, we're going to include Brent Rooker in left field. Alex Kirloff, Byron Buxton, Max Kepler across the outfield for the Twins is my expectation for opening day. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to switch this so we can get kept uh, bolded there. Those are the starters. So Alex Kirloff in left, Byron Buxton in center, Max Kepler in right. And that's not the interesting part. The interesting part is the backups. In left field, I have Kirloff's prime backup as Luis Arise. And it could be Max Kepler. It could be Alberto Celestino. It could be Trevor Larnick. And so I have Kirloff, Arise, Celestino, Larnick in left field. In center, I have Buxton and I have Kepler backing him up, at least in 2021. I think Kepler is going to be the primary backup for Byron Buxton. He was when Buck got hurt in 2019. I think he will be in 2021. Again, Alberto Celestino, I have third to Buxton and Kepler among the center field depth chart. Jake Cave, I have fourth because we know he can play center. He can play center. Do the Twins want him in center? That's another question. Um, he was outrighted to the Saints as well. So um, Jake Cave's place on the team is, is far from being solidified. In right field, Max Kepler is the starter. Alex Kirloff I have as his backup. Trevor Larnick, third. Gilberto Celestino, four. So a couple takeaways from this depth chart. And again, I'll add Brent Rooker to left field. I would have Rooker. Uh, left field slash DH, but defensively Rook just not quite there yet. I don't think, um, you know, at this point, and he was last year, probably more of a DH, but can play left, maybe a little bit of right. My main takeaways from this are, I think people are underestimating the likelihood that Gilberto Celestino plays a, a pretty major role on the twins in 2022. And whether that's because there's an injury in the outfield or just because you need outfield depth, I think Celestino's going to play a prominent role next year. And I think they should be willing to do that. I, I think he came up, he struggled, people forgot about him. Kind of like Trevor Larnick. But Gilberto Celestino went back to AAA, crushed that AAA. And I'm glad, I think Josiah pointed this out to me about Celestino. I'm glad he did, or I'm glad Josiah did. Celestino crushed that at St. Paul. And I think it's ignored because he struggled so much for the twins. And he did. And I think he wasn't ready. He hadn't played at AAA yet, but I think it was a good experience for him, not only offensively, but defensively at the major league level to just get his feet wet. I think there's value in that. And I think there's value in getting those nerves, shaking those nerves out, getting your debut over with and playing a couple weeks or a month in the majors. I think Celestino hopefully shook off some of those um, first month jitters. And I think he's going to be ready when he gets the call. I think there's a non-zero chance that Gilberto Celestino makes the opening day roster because as you look at it now, they got a spot. Like they got spots on the bench. You assume Nick Gordon's going to fill one of those. You assume um, Ryan Jeffers, of course, is going to fill one of those. But you have at least two bench spots at this point in time, and one of them could be Brent Rooker. One of them could be someone the Twins add. You know, there's a good chance that it's it's an addition filling one of those bench roles, like a left-handed platoon bat. Because now that Jake Cave is not your guy, like he's not your left-handed platoon bat off the bench, the Twins have a lot of left-handed bats. Like Luis Arise, Alex Kirloff, Max Kepler, Jorge Polanco, Switchitter. They have they have left-handed bats, and they have right-handed bats, of course, with Donaldson and Buxton, um, among others. They have right-handed bats, Miguel Sano, Mitch Garver. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a left-handed platoon here, I just think they have so many left-handed crushers, so many right-handed hitters who crush left-handed pitching, I should say, that at this point in time, I might lean toward a left-handed platoon bat off the bench. And 
that could be someone like Corey Dickerson. Nick Nelson has pointed that out. And I want to make this a broader discussion about Nick's article that he posted at twinsdaily.com because I think this has gone by the wayside as it should, as it should, you know, to this point in the offseason, the Twins need for an outfielder. And I think there's a chance that they do go out and sign an outfielder with their open DH spot. I think they have some gluts of the roster they can deal from. And we talked about that a little bit yesterday or two days ago. Yesterday, I forgot to say, please listen to the uh, interview with uh, Matt Cantorino. It was outstanding. He was outstanding. Uh, Matt was great. Please listen to that. Really great. Learned a lot about Matt. Learned a lot about him as a pitcher, as a person. Um, I think you're going to enjoy that. And I think Matt will factor into the plans next year. So you're going to want to hear that. Um, but the outfield, I think there's an opportunity. It's not like these guys are locked in. You know, there's an opportunity with an with the open DH spot. It does it does open up a lot of possibilities in free agency. I think it does open up possibilities for the Twins. And I think because there's so many outfielders and desirable outfielders on the free agent market, Cal Schwarber, Nick Castellanos, Chris Bryant. I'm not saying the Twins are going to sign any of those guys or have a good chance of signing those guys. But because there are so many desirable outfielders on the market, you can deal a Max Kepler. You can deal from your depth in the outfield and go sign someone who you like better. And the flip side of that is, you know, there's a chance the Twins are just going to keep Kepler and they need him to back up in center field. But the flip side of that is if there's a lot of good outfielders on the market, what team's going to go trade for Max Kepler? Well, a team that wants his contract because Schwarber, Castellanos, Bryant, those guys are going to cost you know, a pretty penny, at least on an average annual value basis. So a team would want Max Kepler. I think he's only making 8 million bucks this year, 10 million bucks. That's a big value to a team. So you could deal from that strength hypothetically and bring in an outfielder. Let's talk more about that after this word from Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football season continues the march to the playoffs, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online is where the game starts. Again, Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. And football season is continuing the march to the playoffs. Again, go to Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online is where the game starts. So it's always going to come back to this for me. The Twins have money to spend. And I could end up being so wrong about this and looking like an idiot, and I'll own it if it's true. But they, they ain't going into next year with a $90 million payroll. They ain't going into next year with a $100 million payroll. They're not going with a 110. I think they're going to get to 125, 130 at least next year. And if they don't, not only will I look dumb, I'll be disappointed. I think a lot of Twins fans will be disappointed, especially after the extension Buxton just signed to not invest in the 2022 team when you said you would, most importantly. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to spend the money. I think they're going to make additions. The biggest part of this all, though, is who's it going to be, right? And that's been the question. That's going to be the question until the lockout ends. That's going to be the question after the lockout. Who are they going to be able to get in free agency? If you can get them, go get them. And sometimes it doesn't even matter what position they play. You have the money. And this is kind of a misconception, I think, in free agency and uh, among fans sometimes. It's like, let's say the Twins go out and sign Nick Castellanos after the lockout. 
for four years and $80 million. And Twins fans, some of them will say, well, Nick Castellanos isn't a pitcher. Why would you go get another bat? That was so dumb. You're not wrong that Nick Castellanos is not a pitcher. But guess where that money's going if they don't give it to Nick Castellanos? Nowhere. <laughs> it's going nowhere. Who's that money going to? I'm telling you, this free agent market is picked over on the starting pitching side. It's picked over. It can go to Carlos Rodon. That's it. Feels like that was overplayed. I'm still hoping that Rodon is in play for the Twins. But where else is that money going? It's going in the pockets of the Twins ownership group, right? Like it's not going anywhere else. So why not sign Nick Castellanos? You know, why not do that? Why not go get a great player? If you can go get a great player, whether it's Story, Castellanos, Schwarber, Bryant, whoever it is, if you feel like you have any chance to go get them, I would argue to go get them. It's the Josh Donaldson situation. We always go back to that. They had a chance to get a really good player. They went and got him, even though it wasn't their main need. They took care of it a couple of weeks later when they traded for Kenta Maeda. And there's an argument that they should have done more, but they they got the player and then they went out and made a deal for a starting pitcher. They can do something like that after the lockout. Again, whether that story costs out, I don't know who it'll be or who it could be, but whoever it could be, if it can be them, make it them, if that makes sense. If you're able to go get a star level player, go get them. It doesn't happen very often, and they have the money to spend. And my whole talking point, it doesn't matter if you build this flexibility if you don't use the funds that you build, right? If you don't use the space that you built in your payroll to go get really good, great superstar players, it doesn't matter that you built that space. So if it's Castellanos in the outfield, it's Castellanos in the outfield, you'll find something else. You know, if you go get Castellanos, that changes a lot of things. You can then go deal Kepler in a trade for a starting pitcher, right? You can go move other guys. You can you can change things up in that case. The DH spot is maybe then filled by Castellanos. Miguel Sano becomes expendable or, you know, someone with maybe more trade value in a Kirilov or a Larnick or in a Rise. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just saying it opens up other avenues to go get starting pitching if you're able to secure an outfielder or a shortstop or whoever it may be. Thank you again so much for listening today. Thank you so much for making Locked On Twins your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Again, thank you so much. 500 episodes of Locked On Twins complete. Just got the chills. Amazing. Not going to get emotional, but it is emotional, and I'm so proud of it. Um, and thank you so much for listening today. Have a great day. Go Twins. Love this team. I'll be back on Monday.